0: the mile rate thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au where you can watch every race live and free on Trotz Vision.
1: Good morning, everyone. It's uh, Dan Malicki here for the mile rate, looking back at uh, Group 1 action at uh, Milton last night. There was also some Group 1 action at uh, Menangle we we'll run through some of those results uh, a little bit uh, later. But uh, Rob Oliver joins me this morning. Good morning to you, Rob. And as it often is, it's all about ladies in red. She was stunning again last night in the Ben Stud Standardbreds Queen of the Pacific.
2: Yeah, well, if there's any doubt about uh, her uh, star status, uh, Last night she proved once again she's the best, uh, best mare all over uh, Australia. That was an amazing performance uh, last night by Ladies in Red. As you mentioned, Danny, uh, we saw some great racing, uh, some great racing at Menangle as well last night. But Ladies in Red, um, she drew the second row. She uh, had to dodge a little bit of interference at the start of the race, but uh, she was able to be uh, put into the race. She worked to the lead and they just couldn't run her down, Dan.
1: Well, I think it's an appropriate title, isn't it? The race name was the Queen of the Pacific. I don't think there's any doubt at all. The Queen of Harness Racing is Ladies in Red, and this is the way she added another group one to her most impressive CV.
0: It's Beaujolais, sarah Ann in the middle. Common courtesy, the pegs, Ruby Wingate. And dropping back again, Jenden Strike. 30.3 second quarter and going down past the 400. 27.6, they charge down the back. Ladies in red is held back to them, coming to the home turn. About to clear the pocket was Braveview Kelly. Has options coming to the sp- outside, so Tough Tilly might get a look at the sprint lane. But ladies in red, she's travelling well. Braveview Kelly, Tough Tilly's laid along the pegs, but ladies in red. Red has pinched a march and she's going to lead most of the way in the Queen of the Pacific. Untouched, too good again. Ladies in red from a photo finish, Braveview Kelly or Tough Tilly. Maybe Tough Tilly, the inside of Braveview Kelly. And
2: yeah, it probably did uh, Probably did the second part of the race, mate, when there was a, a little scrimmage early, it, um, it sort of had us on our toes.
0: Did you feel like the front was an option for you once you pulled out? Was that sort of the decision
1: you made once you come out in the free wide line?
2: Oh, not particularly, Shannon. Um, It was just that the speed slackened, um, you know, very considerably. Um you know you're generally in them races they will back it off like i said to kirsten earlier they'll they'll back it off to a degree which which enables you to make your move over the 2700 where the 2200 meter races you know they generally don't come back to you but um but they sort of slackened off you know quite a fair bit um which allowed us to amble around pretty easy and um yeah ants didn't look like he really wanted to to get into too much of a war so uh we put the foot down for a little while and and got to the front
1: David Moran, the winning driver there, speaking with Shannon O'Sullivan, uh, Kirsten Graham, Ryan Feelan on the Trots Vision coverage last night, and uh, Anthony Butt mentioned in that uh, interview he drove Brave U Kelly, who was really good, but uh, ladies and red, she's only a four-year-old Rob, but um, she's just about mastered every challenge that's been thrown at her.
2: Yeah, no question about that, Danny. She went a mile rate of 156.5. It was an 83.4 lead time, and it was run at a solid tempo. She made a run, found a top, and she just kept running those solid quarters, 30.6, 30.3, 27.7, and home in 27.8. And that uh, that track was... uh, copped a bit of rain too, uh, a little bit uh, prior to that as well, so um, you know, uh, the track you know, really held up super well, you only had to look at the times, but it was certainly rain affected and um, you know, she, she was outstanding, tough Tilly, really brave for uh, the Judd family, they were there trackside last night, uh, they obviously sponsored the race with Ben Studd Standard Bridge, I think they were hoping to win their race, but look, she was terrific, tough Tilly um, you know, she got relegated three back to Pegs and she really savaged the line, I mean it was a great run, uh, big night for Emma Stewart, obviously, Quinella in that race and then having multiple winners right throughout the night, also up in, uh, at Menangle. Brave you, Kelly. First time we got to see her here in Victoria. Uh, Look, her run was very good. Um, She she showed gate speed, which probably up in Sydney, she'd been driven a bit more conservative out of the gate, but she came out of the gate well last night. She was in the right spot, just couldn't match ladies in red uh, at the finish. Common courtesy, fantastic run for Wayne Ronan. He would have been absolutely stoked um, with that fourth performance. And Doug's babe, I I thought her run was absolutely outstanding. She she sat without cover the the entire race and, you know, she fought on real really well for Jeff Webster and Mick Bellman and, um, and and the team of owners, and I'm sure they would have been really proud of their girl last night.
1: Rob, the other feature last night was the Katanas Jewellers four-year-old and five-year-old championship. This was run at group two level, turned out an absolute fantastic finish in a very slick final quarter with the Act Now and Better Eclipse fighting out the finish.
0: Step in the middle. New attack. Prince is waiting on the Garrett sprint lane and hitting the rest. But under pressure, Cherokee Joe 27-5 down the back. Good finish coming up in the four and five-year-old championship. Act now's all out. Better Eclipse is knuckling down now. Better Eclipse went to Act now. New attack. Prince on the Garrett sprint lane. Better Eclipse reached the lead. New uh, fighting back was Act now. Great tussle. Act now kicking back at Better Eclipse. Not sure on the line. It's a real close go and close up. Just running out of room. At the end was Neurotac Prince in... Yeah, I just um, love him, Ryan. He's, um, he's a really good horse. Everyone thinks he's a one-trick pony, but I don't think he is.
2: It was great, that interview with Shannon before the race, because I, I said you, you could not help but back this horse after hearing your confidence. Why do you believe in this horse so much? Because he has had to turn around his form. He, he hadn't won before the Meribah Cup since November last year, but you believed in him the whole way?
0: Yeah, I always have. He's just a good horse and good horses, as he showed tonight, pick himself up off the canvas. Um, you gotta remember, like, before his first up run this time back, the run before the Maryborough Cup, he sat in the death in the chariots and went enormous. And then he had a spell and every time his first run back, he's never his best. He seems to take a race or two and Clayton and Emmer have said he's just developed that much this time in. He's um he's quite big and he's still when I looked at him tonight I said to I him, mean, he's still Quite big, um, but they expected him to train on from the Maryborough Cup, and even that run tonight, I think he'll, you know, he should be cherry ripe from here going forward.
1: Driver Jody Quinlan uh, of, uh, of ACT Now, and uh, he looked like uh, better eclipse was going to get the better of him, uh, Rob, but ACT Now, uh, he just refused to yield. Uh, he's a serious horse, ACT Now, Danny. Uh, you know, he's. Uh, put the writing on the wall
2: now uh, quite a number of occasions. He's won well over half a million dollars now and uh, he's still lightly raced. He, he's got a lot to, uh, lot to look forward to. He's such a big robust horse as well, especially when you when you stand next to him and you get a real appreciation of his physical attributes. But um, he, he's a he's a very good horse. 154-3 uh, mile rate. Um, 44.4 lead time. Uh, 30.8 29.6, 27.6 and home in 26.7. He was was able to find a top um, after uh, narrow prints uh leading and, and then handing up, and uh, better Eclipse, as you said, looked to have the better of him, didn't he? Half up the straight, he, he actually probably poked his head in front, but Acne just kicked on the line and uh, fantastic performance. Great run, better Eclipse, no, lost no admirers at all last night. Great effort in second. Our attack Prince, lovely drive, just it um, wasn't far away, certainly closed late, only got beaten one, less than one and a half metres away, and they beat the rest by, uh, by a fair way. Uh, spring in his step, Cherokee Joe beyond delight, all did the chasing, but uh, all honours to act now, better eclipse. They seem to be uh, the two standouts at the moment in that uh, four- and, and five-year-old uh, group for the boys and um, great effort last night.
1: Okay, Rob, we'll uh, go back to the fourth event. Uh, this race was for the two-year-olds. It was the DNR Logistics pace and uh, Techie's watching. Um, only lightly raced Colt by he's watching but uh, has got a big future ahead.
0: Techies watching, has the favourite naturally gifted off the bid, he's got a lift here but he is knuckling down, Bolramski three deep, four wide, Doug's platter awaiting the sprint lane exit, rumble stride, 27-5, they zip down the back and Techies watching with a kick is shaken off, naturally gifted, back on the inside, rumble stride, Bolramski and Doug's platter wider, but Techies watching's got a good lead, it's kick clear and it's home and hose. Techies watching makes it two starts, two wins, Techies watching another one for team Emma Stewart, second has gone to a break. Dave, naturally gifted, third bowl, Ramsky, fourth, Doug's play.
2: Yeah, he does. You know, I think he's the sort of horse that will keep getting better over time. And um, he's still, you know, learning a little bit. Like you said, he just drops, drops the bit, relaxes nice in front. And then you just have to shake him up a little bit to, um, you know, when you want to zip up. And um, I don't think he was flat out at the finish. So um, he was first up and that was a pretty solid run. So I think
0: he's a pretty nice little horse.
1: He ended up starting the second favorite. The market was dominated by Techie's watching and naturally gifted, but it was the Jess Tubbs train naturally gifted that started the favorite. Robert, a dollar ninety win second.
2: Yeah, look, both horses uh, put up great performances, techies watching leading throughout. It was a 153-3 mile rate, 6.9 lead time. They went 28-7, 6 It was a solid run race. Home in 27.5 and 28.4. It was five metres separating Techie's watching. Naturally, Gifton, as you mentioned, uh, being a son of he's watching, getting the job done out of a Washington VC mayor, so certainly there's a bit of stained blood there as well. Uh, Naturally Gifted, um, loved its run. Uh, that horse only having its 13th start last night's come down from um, New South Wales. And, you know, he's a nice spread horse too uh, by Sweet Lou out of a better's delight mare. And, you know, he, he battled on really well. There was nothing wrong with his run, just the uh, the, the the winner. Obviously finding the pigs first was probably the difference of uh, winning and losing. But Techie's watching, defeating Naturally Gifted. Um, Bolramski uh, made up ground from back in the field in the third spot for Matt Craven and Glenn Craven. And good effort doug's platter made up ground as well for jeff webster and daryl douglas and uh, rumble stride had its chance behind the leader but a mile rate of three three, techie's watching getting the job done
1: the open class or the fast class uh, race was the uh, sixth event the logical staffing uh, solutions pace and it was better be the bomb who'd been knocking on the door for another victory and uh, things panned out well for the basil duly trained uh, eight-year-old here's Lockie mcintosh's call
0: Jean-Luc heading for home, down near the 400 metre mark, leader, better be the bomb, he leads by a neck, the outside reined up, Tango Tara, but hanging tough, driven up, let's rock, let's roll, behind the leader, bulletproof boy's been deep for a while, he's three wide labouring, Makeway, way. Huli Nien taking the wide way home, Bonsell Benjamin looking for luck in the lane, 27-3 down the back, better be the bomb, let's rock, let's roll, Tango Tara. and here's Houli Nien from way, way back, running on with Makeway, still better be the bomb, let's rock, let's roll, as driving through, but Better Be the Bomb has made his own luck and holds off. Let's rock, let's roll. and charged into third tank. Because you did uh, choose to drive him ahead of Make Wave, which is you know a horse that your partner obviously is training as well. So you're obviously sticking with Better Be the Bomb. How are you thinking that he will shape up heading into that Inter Dominion series? I mean, it ticks a lot of boxes for him. That you know hard, consistent racing.
2: Yeah, I don't think he'll be out of it. He'll need, obviously, a bit of luck, say, if he happens to make the final. But he's a wee opportunist, and he's one of those horses, doesn't matter what sort of race he goes around, and he's always a chance. He'd, he'd probably get beat in an M.O. if he's racing one and uh, run second in a free-for-all. He's that type of horse. So, you know, he's a wee tryer and a lovely wee horse to drive, and every time you ask him, he's just got more to give.
1: He certainly has, and they've been working up to that win, uh, Rob, uh, last uh, night, uh, up against the uh, the A-Graders, and uh, look, he was good enough to make his own luck last night.
2: Yeah, Anthony, but uh, made that uh, race move, which really paid dividends, uh, let's rock, let's roll, who led in the race, um, you know, uh, not normally uh, the, a leader as such, um, better be the bomb came around, took the opportunity to um, take over the uh, the front running, and... You know, he fought off the challenges, and as you mentioned, he's been uh, racing so well. I mean, Basil Dooley and Paula Martin have done a magnificent job on uh, Better Be The Bomb, and uh, he returned a mile rate of 155.8. Uh, lead time was 46. First quarter, 30.6, 30, 27.3, and 27.3 home. And uh, he was able to hold off uh, Let's Rock, Let's Roll, only a neck uh, separating first and second. Hurlin Yan made up really good ground for John Justice in the third placing. It was a fantastic run, uh, made up good ground. Tango Tara battled on really well. He's uh, you know continues to go well. Bulletproof Boy wasn't too far away. Neither was make wave. There wasn't really much between uh, you know the first eight horses. Really, there's only about eight and a half meters separating them. But uh, Better Be the Bomb got a, a much deserved win and well done to the team there.
1: Rob, uh, race number eight. It was good to see Jilobee Nitro back in the winning. Uh But back in the winning list, he uh, took out the Allied Express pace.
0: Sanday, he leads by a couple of metres. Flat chat now, Duke of Dundee. All shook up, three deep. Rick Riley, three deep, trailing up. Behind the leader, Gillaby Nitro. Travelling well, all dressed up, ready for the sprint lane. Knights Templars deep out trying to run on around Major Delico and under the whip, Foolish Pleasure. 27-8 down the back, good finish coming up, Sanday giving some cheek, Gillaby Nitro gets the run, all shook up, Rick Riley's chiming in down the middle, Gillaby Nitro reached the lead, Rick Riley's late, Sanday soldiering on, Gillaby Nitro took the upper hand close to home and Gillaby Nitro beats Rick Riley, third was Sanday and fourth. I'd imagine every win that you get now with this horse just must feel so special.
2: Congratulations. Cheers, yeah, thanks, Ryan. Uh, yeah, lovely to, to still be able to win a race here or there with him. He obviously was a, a superstar two-year-old and uh, he's had his fair share of uh, hiccups along the way and a few injuries. So, um, yeah, it's definitely nice to pick up a race here and there in, in town with him.
1: That was Jason Lee, winning driver, Gillaby Nitro. He caused a false start, so he'll be out of the draw uh, at, uh, at his next start. But um, he doesn't win as often nowadays, Gillaby Nitro, but uh, he, he got the job done in the right race last night, Rob. Yeah, look, he uh, ended up behind the lead. He got cross
2: end. They uh, found the top, and um, you know uh, Jason had to do a bit of manoeuvring coming to the home turn. He was looking at coming to the outside and then switch back inside. And you know he he finished off really well, as we heard from Jason. You know he was a top uh, top class to, to youngster, and you know he's had his share of uh, battles, but. Uh, well done to Marg Lee and the team. As we know, they do an outstanding job with their horses. A the mile rate of 155.3 for Gillaby Nitro. It was good to see them getting rewarded with a, another Metropolitan win. Lead time was 46.1, 129 29.6. So it was... Uh, Pretty controlled early, but then um, certainly the the foot went down, 27.8, 27.9, and uh, as I said, a mile rate of 155.3. Rick Riley, really good run, came from well back in the field, hit the line strongly. He's been racing well for quite a while now for Julie Douglas and Jack Law sanday led in the race uh, got a bit keen but he but he battled on pretty well in the third spot all shulk up who was in the one one loomed up to be a chance but just didn't finish it off and knights templar got a fair way back and look he was running on okay but um you know he was a fair way off uh, uh, the winner of uh Chilabu nitro who deserved the uh, the
1: win in the allied express pace Okay, let's go back to the uh, top of the night. It was the hero battle of the claimers uh, heat, the only heat, uh, makes into a $24,000 final next week. But it was all about mighty flying art and he was much too good, Rob
2: yeah he just led uh, found the top from a million promises a stable mate controlled the race and did it pretty easy one fifty four six mile rate seven point three twenty nine six thirty point three home in twenty eight two and twenty seven one he did it easy uh, defeated a million promises who sat behind it battled on well Frank hampton uh, not a bad run sat without cover and um, battled on pretty well into third spot he'll probably be improved by that run uh, van mar and gobsmack finishing fourth and fifth but mighty flying art he's a son of art major and uh you know, he's done really well for owners Steve Warren and, and Peter Cole and uh, Jeff Lucas. They're, they're enjoying a lot of uh, fun times there with Mighty Flying Up.
1: Well, I wonder if it'll be in someone else's name from his next start onwards because uh, very attractive at the ten thousand dollar price. Can't claim in a heat, but you can in the final, which is next week, and uh it'll be pretty much the the similar lineup. I'll be surprised if he's still in the same place, Rob, because uh he's a good horse and he looks pretty attractive at that price.
2: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, he he'll be uh, he'll be well
1: uh, well placed uh, to be in the final, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how that fares. Race two, uh, there are the, the Hector horse that's on the way up here, and uh, he added to his uh, his impressive uh, run. Uh, only new to the stables of uh, of Emma Stewart, but uh, he looks a pretty smart horse. That's four in a row all up, but two for the new camp.
2: Yeah, uh, Emma's got um, some really nice horses and um, they're performing like that too. Uh, a mile rider, of 156.2 for Hector. sat back in the field and... You know uh, the Wolf led in the race. Who's uh, you know a pretty good horse uh, when he's right. Ultimate Vinny sat behind uh, the Wolf, and Hector had to sustain a, a fair run from worse than midfield. And when he let down, he, he just came really quickly and he uh, savaged the line. It was a one fifty six two mile rate, forty five three lead time, thirty point eight, thirty point four. So they didn't go hard, and then home in twenty seven eight and twenty seven four. He was off the track and. He got the job done. He's by better's delight out of Camwood Blue Chip. Uh, Christian Cullen, he's come down from Queensland and um, as you said, Danny uh, looks to have a really bright future. It's going to be pretty hard to beat in the final, I'd say. Ultimate Vinny, good run. Sam Barker doing a good job with his team. Uh, Bailey McDonough driving there. The Wolf gave a great sight, just couldn't hold off the challenge of Hector and Ultimate Vinny into third spot. Uh, Gillaby Dynamite, Tebony and Ivory weren't too far away from Margley and John Yeomans. But uh, good win by Hector. He's going to be hard to beat in the final.
1: Race three, uh, a big bunch of owners involved in Kafaji, C- including uh, the RSN program director, Andrew Bensley, as well. But he was very impressive taking out the Woodland stud, the graduate, Rob. Yeah, Andrew's having a great run with his team. He's uh,
2: had some nice horses, uh, and uh, they went with a little um, a little jet the other day, too, our little jet. So, um, yeah, he's going good. Kafaji, uh, good win, uh, this three-year-old Colt by Some Beat Somewhere. At a treble, a treble uh, was able to find the top, and um, just really gave nothing else a look in the 158 one mile rate. 46-1 lead time, 32-4 very slow early and then 29-8, 2 and 27-8 home. He's uh, son of a gun, uh, did a good job for Matty Craven and Glenn Craven, sat without cover but battled on well. Cobber was a great run, a really good run for Jeff Webster and Michael Bellman. I thought out of, uh, outside the winner, I thought he was the, uh, the eye-catching run coming from last and hitting the line well. Brutally handsome uh, into fourth placing and they were fair way ahead of the
1: rest. But uh, no, too easy. Kafaji he's, uh, he's going really well. And then across to the last event on the night, Rob, and it was just Ralph uh, from uh, Barry number one um, at good odds, driven by Geordie Chibnall. Yeah, look,
2: this horse here probably, this heat probably, you know, a bit more inferior than the the first heat. So I'd say the final, which will be run next week, is probably going to favour the uh, the hector heat. But look, just Ralph uh, ran well at Bendigo at its previous start. Um, You know, good effort last night, just enjoyed a good trip behind the leader and, was able to slip through and, and finished off the race really well to win for Lisa Bartley. Her team's going really well. Jordan Chipnell, as you said, took the drive. So good to see Geordie uh, getting a, a, a Metropolitan winner last night. That was a excellent. A 157-9 mile rate, 45 seconds lead time, 31 1. 30.8, 28.8 and 28.4. And, um, as I said, it was a great thrill for Jordan Chipnell last night. Captain Pins, I thought, was an eye-catching run. Came from back in the field. Uh, loved its run. Dennis McIntyre's got himself a nice horse here. It was a good drive by Mick Bellman. Uh, Rosarito miss. Uh, wasn't far away, beating five and a half metres for the for Tyndales and Greg Sugars and Major Watson Sassiola. But uh, good win for Just Ralph. And, um, you know, as I said, the owners... Uh, the Pitt and Bartley family having a good run here, and um, Just Ralph's been a, a nice consistent horse and um, deserved the win last night.
1: There were uh, five Group One races at Maningal last night. Captain's Knock took out the uh, Breeders' Challenge uh, for the two-year-old colts and a 152 mile. Captain Me, uh, the fillies uh, Breeders' Challenge in uh, 152 two for the three-year-old fillies. Uh, and then of the other features, we had Leap to Fame, who was absolutely outstanding. Again, adding another Group 1 in the three-year-old Colts and Geldings with a mile of 149. Rob, major delight. What a win, this filly. Trained by Emma Stewart, Mark Pitt, remaining unbeaten uh, in a record uh, for a two-year-old filly, 150.3. and And I... Ask no shadow took out the, uh, tab Lensmith mile in a time of 1.48.8. So the, the track was on fire, but I was really taken with major delight. This, uh, better's delightfully. Yeah, look,
2: she um, she's uh, beautifully bred, isn't she, Danny, uh, by better's delight out of Lady Athenia, and um, as you mentioned, um, she, she's just a, a, a very, very smart uh, filly. She, she's unbeaten, and it's going to be pretty hard to stop her uh, once uh, the, the focus comes down here in, in Melbourne, but um, she looks to be very special. As you said, uh, the other winners uh, last night, um, you know, I cast no shadow, taking out the Lensmith Mould, defeating Honolulu Abate. They had a great Sterling Jewel and Jus Bromac in third spot. And there's also the two Group 2s that are four-year-olds taken out by Victorians. Better isolate for Matt Craven. Uh, had to work hard, but uh, finished off really strongly. He's going really well, this horse, and looks to have a very exciting future. And the win of Tay-Tay in the four-year-old Mare's uh, Group 2, she was super special as well. So I think they, uh, the winners out of that uh, Breeders uh, Challenge in New South Wales, we're going to be talking about a lot of those horses uh, in years to come. They, they've all got uh, plenty of X-Factors, and it just shows that the breeds just improve so much and uh, the quality of horses just continues to get better and better
1: we've got a fantastic program ahead of us today at uh, maryborough it's a special day with the redwood classic and the victorian trotters derby
2: yeah, I'll be heading out there shortly. Dan's been uh, going to be a big few days for uh, for everyone uh, involved in racing. But uh, the Derby's there today, the Redwood, looking forward to it. I'll be there trackside uh, doing some interviews as well after the race and uh, all the trophy presentations, Trot's Vision going and RSN will be doing the full coverage as well.
1: Yarra Valley not racing on Tuesday, unfortunately, and that meeting from Ararat transferred to Geelong on Monday night where Robbie we will be calling as well. Have a great day, a great week, everyone. Happy harnessing.